thank you for joining us for another episode of That Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. Like me, Michelle Kane of Voice Matters and my wonderful partner in podcast crime, Karen Swim of Solo <laughs> PR Pro. <laughs> Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm good. I am so ready to Not. jingle some bells and follow la la la. And you know it. All you know it. You know it. I know. So this this episode is going to be all about that. We may not even talk about PR. Who knows? We're going to talk about a few of our favorite things. But unlike Oprah, you're not getting a thing from us. <laughs> you don't get a car. You don't get a car. Sorry, guys. We don't have that kind of a budget. But yeah. No. So for those of you who might be watching this on YouTube, and oh. it is pre-recorded, but this episode will air right before Christmas. So I think or, the 22nd yeah. of the month, yep. but the audio will be just after Christmas and before New Year. So we'll carry over hopefully a little bit of the holiday merriment as we round out the year. Yes. If you can't see, I'm wearing my festive headgear that doesn't light up anymore, but that's okay. It's all in, all in good fun. It's, this is probably as close to an office party as I will get for myself. So, so there we go. So I don't know. Where should we start? Cookies? Movies? <sighs> activities? All right. Yeah. All right. Songs? Music? Favorite Christmas movie? Mine is kind of weird, but Scrooged. The Bill Murray okay. Scrooged. I'm all about Carol Kane with no relation with the toaster. <laughs> That's so funny. So can I admit that I've never seen that movie? <gasps> it's it can be a little dark, but you know, if if you're a fan of the Murray genre, and yeah. it's all it's so very late '80s, early '90s too. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm sometimes amazed at some of the films that just. I never got to see for whatever reason. And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't get plastered around too much this time of year. You, you kind of have to look for it. It definitely is dated. I like to play a little game of count the Murray brothers in the film. Because <laughs> 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 I think at least two, maybe three of them make an appearance throughout the film. <laughs> I think that that is a great choice. <laughs> Um, so I'll have to add Scrooged to oh, my yes. list of yes. holidays. Although I have to say, I, I am a little bit tired of Christmas-themed things uh, this year. Yes, yes. And yes. it might be because I sort of watched a few too many Hallmark movies in the summertime. And by the time we got to December, I was just kind of over it. Yeah, I'm full up small town girl meets big city boy or wait reverse. <laughs> Rich at whatever stress was happening in whatever month, you know, in the summer months, it was calming and it I works. needed it. So but I couldn't take Christmas in July and December. So yeah. Yeah. See Christmas in July. I'd have to be in Australia to appreciate something like that. Yeah. There okay, you go. No, actually put me in the place where it's actually warm at Christmas time. Otherwise, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Yeah. Warm Christmases feel more like the Christmases that I was accustomed to. So yes. they feel more normal to me actually yes nothing like a dose of sunshine to put me in the christmas spirit <laughs> that's, that's 
sounds far nicer than me enjoying watching Bill Murray getting clocked with the toaster. <laughs> well, you know, I mine is a toss-up. For the classic, I think, ooh, A Christmas Story and Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> oh, yes. I mean, they're both classics. The, debatable whether it's really a Christmas movie, Die Hard gets me every time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's funny. One of our, our, our state rep just had a fundraiser this past week at our local theater with playing Die Hard. I love it. <laughs> I love it's the so Die Hard. Clever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they are good. They are good. Yeah. And, and hey, I agree. If there's lights in it, a, a Christmas classic, you know. Here you go. And of course, there's Love Actually, which I know 15, 20 years on, people are picking apart the problematic parts, but I don't care. I love it. <laughs> Let me have things. Let us have our things. It's so true. It's impossible to look back now at some shows. I was watching an old episode of Seinfeld. And I just realized how problematic this particular episode was. And and so many of them, because in the lens of what we know and what's acceptable today, you look back and you're like, yeah, that didn't age well. No, no. Yeah. It was an episode where Jerry was dating a woman who was an artist and they broke up. And she wrote him this long letter saying how she was going to fight for him and how even if he doesn't love her. And it was just the whole time I was not laughing. I was like, this is horrifying. Like, this sounds like a stalker. <laughs> Why was this even a good episode? This is, this is awful. This is not healthy. This is just troublesome on every level. It is true. It is so true. Oh, that's so funny. No, I mean, yeah. Christmas Story is a classic, and that's usually on a nice 24-hour yeah. on Christmas Day. Ooh, and, oh. Little Peter Billingsley. And, yeah. 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 That's and, a good one. That's a feel-good kind yeah. of classic. Yeah. And, you know, I love Charlie Brown. Oh, I've always loved Charlie Brown, and it never gets old for me. No. No, I, I mean it's that's that's must see viewing. That's that's like the Christmas emeritus program. Yeah. <laughs> that gets, yeah. That's at the very tippy top of the mountain. Yeah. Although you know, I am Team Heat Miser though with the Year Without a Santa Claus. <laughs> I personally don't like the heat, but I do love me some Heat Miser. I love it. I love it. <laughs> He's Mr. 101. Anyway, I'm not going to sing it. You could just Google it and look at the proper thing on YouTube and that'll do just fine. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty much a traditionalist when it comes to cookies. Anything Toll House makes my world happy. Just give me a nice chocolate chip or an M&M. And I think at the holiday time, my favorite cookie is uh vegan sugar cookies oh yum they are not so easy to find i haven't really been eating cookies this year but um yeah i love a good vegan sugar cookie yeah yeah and you're right yeah pillsbury hasn't uh figured out how to pop them in a tube just yet or have they i don't think so i don't want to know i mean i don't go to the grocery store so this is this is a benefit that I just don't know. I have no okay. idea. So, listeners, if you see them, t- 
don't tell Karen. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't know. I want. I don't want to know about any of the vegan baked goods. Thank you very much. Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a new place in my neighborhood. They have some sweet treats. Just saying. Uh, oh. I've, a, I've sort of broken up with the sweet, sweet treats. That's good. That's that's not We're a bad a thing. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> We're on a pause. Yeah, it's all good. We're on a pause. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm trying to think what other fun festive things. It's so funny. Like sometimes you just get so immersed in year end and making sure everything's up and out, and you're just like, ah, I have to do something Christmas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I I feel like it doesn't even have to be holiday themed, but at this time of the year, please take some time to do something yeah. mindless fun for you. I mean, it does, you know, it can be not mindless and fun, but we just need a break. It let allow yourself, whether you celebrated Hanukkah and you don't celebrate Christmas or you don't celebrate either. This really is the time of year because it's the ending of the year that you really should just allow yourself to have some fun, take a break, take a mental break, take a physical break, God, especially this year where it feels like we're all crawling towards the end of the year. Everyone is burned out and tired. One of my new little pastimes that I just picked up a few days ago on the recommendation of one of our pet parents is Crime Scene Kitchen. So I have thoroughly been enjoying Crime Scene Kitchen. It's some show that's hosted by Joe McHale and some famous baker that I don't know her name, Yolanda Campo, maybe. I don't know. I don't bake. So I don't know that she's this big, famous YouTube star. And I forget who the other judge is. Oh, Curtis uh, Stone. Yes. Thank you. God, how terrible. So people who cook are probably shooting girls at me right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's just so how does this work? Do they create a crime scene while they're cooking? <laughs> so they create a crime scene kitchen and teams of bakers, teams of two have to, so they, the crime scene of it all is something has been baked. Some mystery dessert has been baked in the kitchen and they leave behind clues. So you have to search the sink. You have to search the dishwasher to see what type of pans might've been, you know, cleaned and they're still wet. You have to look at the pantry to see what ingredients were used. There might be like a smidge of chocolate. There may be ruler markings. You open up the trash can and you have clubs. And so you really have to be like a little detective to figure out the dessert. And then you get like this timer. So there's only so much time that each team has in the crime scene kitchen where you're recreating and taking all the clues. And then you have to use your detective skills to figure out the dessert, then you have to make the dessert. That's really yeah. That'd be almost a fun house party game too. Yes. It's so much fun. I, I thought it was so clever and it's just so fun to watch. The part yeah. that I really love is the detective part of it all Yeah, because some of the people are not great detectives. And I think, my God, it's obviously carrot cake and I'm not a baker. So I'm like, it's obviously carrot cake. that I have no idea what they are at least I know how to look for clues and I'm like yes that's there but it's unopened it's not a clue pay attention so 
Yeah, it's really fun. Oh, that sounds awesome. So it's not related to TV or food, but when you said crime scene, hilarious sidebar story. So a friend of mine, our local police department before COVID, they used to do these um, citizens academies. And so what they did this one session is they set up a legit crime scene at the police department. So down in the basement, there were like bloodstained footprints and all sorts of things to make it look like something. And But they started the class upstairs. And this woman comes in the building like ashen and, and free, kind of like fretting. She was the Girl Scout leader that was supposed to have rented the basement, but she was there the wrong night. So what she walked into was this fake crime scene. And she walked upstairs and was like, oh, we're here for the Girl Scout leader. Oh, my God. There was a scheduling mix-up somehow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Her Girl Scout leader. I know, I know. So the crime scene kitchen would be a lot more appropriate. Yes. <laughs> that crime story scene to mind. Is clean, no blood fun. Oh, the crime cool. is something was baked here. What is it? So yeah, Do they have smells are- too? Do they have the smells still there? I mean we yeah. can't oh. taste things. So obviously they that's why there's only one team in the kitchen. So one team goes in the kitchen yeah. and I'm sure that they must have like three kitchens because each team yeah. gets their turn in the kitchen. So yeah. it's not all of them at one time, but yes, you have to smell so things cool. like do you smell banana. Do you smell vanilla? You yeah. open the refrigerator to see like, okay, did they use this type of milk? What kind of, you know, was there flour? And there's like these tiny little clues that you have to put together and very some cool. like miss like clues. And they're like, I didn't see that. I yeah. did you, did you smell yeah. that? And, yeah, and so it's kind of mm. it's really fun. It's good fun. So oh, I'm streaming cool. it on Hulu, but I'm sure it's it, I I believe it's in a lot of other places. Um, okay. So if you get a chance, yeah. I guess especially for those of you in our listening audience who might be bakers, you might enjoy this show because I, I think so. About it, and I'm not a baker. <laughs> well, and especially since I've exhausted the current season of the Great British Bake Off, so. Yeah. You know, which does double People duty. I've never seen it, but it's on my list. Yes. This is the current season, season nine, I don't know. The group especially is just so charming and different and endearing. And it's just oh. so refreshing that, oh, look, they they actually like each other. They're kind. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, it's in England. So, oh, I feel like I've traveled. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have I traveled somewhere? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's lovely. Sad in its own little way, but yeah. But we do. We hope that you just make sure you get some time in to giggle. Do something silly. You know, if the Christmas market near you is still open and there is a Ferris wheel, ride it. Do the thing that you might think, oh, I don't have time to do that. Or, you know, go get a little mini spa day or, or go golfing or do something that can help fill you back up. Uh, because even if, you know, not all of us are shutting completely down for the last couple of weeks, because we still have some clients that have stuff going on, you know that emails will slow down and the pace will slow down. So take advantage of that. That's that's yeah. the time to do it. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, the pace has already slowed down. My, yeah. None of my clients are really shutting down for the holidays, yeah. which is, I feel like that's so unfortunate that 
if there was any year that we all should have started a petition, if the government wanted to give away free money, they should have <laughs> shut down, not locked down. Let's, no, let's be clear. No. I'm not. Yeah, no, not locked down. They should have allowed everybody to just shut down for at least a week. But yeah. I'm thinking too, just and pay everybody because yeah. I just, people are we tired. Need yeah, we need it. We need it. You know, there's some things, even though we broke up with, you know, the UK a long, long time ago. Europe still has some good ideas, guys. <laughs> they know how to take a good holiday. I will say that. They sure do. And and they come out the other side. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. America, you know, a lot of benefits to living in this country. But one of the things that we don't do well is we don't have a good work-life balance. And other countries do a better job. Many other countries, not them all, but... Many other countries do a better job of actually taking time away from work. Um, I can't remember the company that actually, I think it is an actually a USA company that not only somebody was telling me they're shutting down for the last two weeks of the year, but they also shut off email. So nobody can even access it. So even if people were tempted to like work, they just shut it down. How cool is that? And why is that not a trend? Right. I mean, and guess what? You know, and I'm sure they work that into their budget and it works out just fine. We do not have to be 24 seven nation. You know, I think we went through that spurt of when technology came to the fore where it was cool and it was this badge. And now we're just like, ah, no. Yeah. And, it, and it'll be done. Yeah. It's, it's funny. I mean, not that I've traveled super extensively, but one of my major takeaways from when I was in London and I could, I could be wrong. But, you know, I'm standing on the on the train platform and I, it was rush hour, but it didn't feel as insane as, you know, that vibe of here on the East Coast. And I'm thinking, huh, this is a major city. They get things done, you know, and here we are. Like, it's OK. So, yeah. And I mean, yeah. as you said, I've had that experience in Paris where it just felt people like sit and they actually enjoy their meals and the company yeah. that they're with, and they are not yeah. checking their smartphones or, right. you know, they're really fully present in whatever they're doing. And of course, yeah. when you're visiting, you're seeing things through the lens of a visitor. Oh. So from day to day, I'm sure that they're tired and they get stressed out too. Sure. But for all I do, you know, and, and they would probably have a different view because that's their reality. They live Correct. in their reality and we're living right. in our reality. But when we look at what they deal with from yeah. our lens, it sure looks a lot better than what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You're right. Everyone's perception is their reality. So, but the moral of the story is please do take, take some time, you know, watch some silly television, just sit outside, stare at the sky. It's all good. We hope that you do whatever you need to do for yourself to end the year well, and that will all be refreshed as we enter into 2022. And we can't thank you enough for spending this year with us. We're very honored that you give us your time because we know time is valuable. And we do hope you get something out of out of each and every week. We, we try to bring you things that are relevant and that can help you uh, help all of us together do our best work and just carve out a good that's all a life for ourselves so thank you and we wish you a very merry happy everything and we'll see you next time on that's all a life see you next time <laughs>